Welcome to the Happiness Code Podcast. My name is Damaisi Vasquez, and I'm very excited that you're here. I am a writer, a wellness coach, and an online course creator. This podcast is all about increasing our levels of happiness and joy, so we will focus on our mental and physical health, how our brains work, and how to overcome anxiety, depression, chronic stress, and everything that gets in the way of our happiness. In some episodes, I will also talk about business mindset for those of you who are interested in marketing, sales, and manifesting your desires. If you struggle with your health, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, or staying consistently happy, I will show you how to improve your life in those areas. Again, I'm very excited that you're listening, so let's get into another episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to talk about depression and this is kind of a part two from the first depression episode that I did, which by the way has been the most heard out of all of them. And I will put the link on the notes, on the episode notes, but I want to touch on a couple of things that I kind of brushed through in the first episode because I went through a whole list of things that we can do physically and mentally and spiritually but I went through so many points and I did not really expand completely in these two that to me are very, very important because taking care of ourselves physically and taking the vitamin B complex and taking the vitamin D and taking the 5-HTP, all of that is very important and it will put our brain chemistry and our hormonal imbalances back into place most of the time. But really does it really cure and heal us no it doesn't the physical things don't really cure completely and heal any depression that is for good here to stay kind of thing you know it's those depression that last for years or months those are not cured that easily with vitamin b and d It, it helps a lot but it Really, you have to go deeper than that. And I get a lot of questions, so I know a lot of people struggle with this. Um, It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something, okay? Just think about it as having a pain in your back or think about it as um, anything else that you could struggle with that you don't feel ashamed of. Because, trust me, a lot of people do struggle with it and they don't want to talk about it because they feel like they would be portraying um, weakness and those people that I'm thinking of I could mention at least four or five right now that you might know from the internet these people are have very successful businesses they have a lot of money they are famous online and they're always looking really good and they will not tell you that they cry they will not tell you that they take meds and that's okay you have the right to your own privacy but What is not okay is that if someone comes out and is vulnerable about depression that somebody else tries to make them feel like, oh, it's not a big deal, just find a purpose in life. No, bullshit. A lot of people have their purpose in life already found and figured out and they still struggle with it. So it's deeper than that. It's an inner healing. It's something that we might have to do forever. And by the way, healing and... Um, 
doing light work and shadow work and all that is something that we do have to do forever. And it's okay. Like, whoever told you that you were going to be healed of something once and for all, I mean, yeah, some things maybe, but when it comes to growing and healing the soul and healing all of our uh, past issues and all, and all of our inner fears and all of those little tiny bits of layers of things that you don't even know are there because you haven't even gotten that deep, that is a lifetime work and that is okay. And guess what? I'm not ashamed, as you know, to say that I've struggled with depression. No way. No way. I am beautiful just like that. I am broken and that's okay. But I don't have an identity of being broken. I don't go around saying, I'm broken. <laughs> oh, I'm so depressed. No, that's not me. That's not me. But it is okay to say that it is okay to be broken. As long as you try to find some kind of help and try to alleviate and heal yourself and not use the brokenness as a crutch to stay broken and as a crutch to blame everybody, as long as you don't do that, it is okay. And guess what? Maybe next week I'll do another podcast on this subject and I'll say something different. But so far, as far as I know, this is what I know. So please forgive me if anything that I say triggers you because I'm saying it all from my soul and based on my experience and based on what I see and hear from my clients. So today I want to talk about a couple of things that I wanted to expand that I believe will heal you um, or put you in the path of healing when it comes to depression, sadness, despondency, complete lack of courage, and thoughts of suicide and things like that. Now, if you're having thoughts of suicide, please go see somebody. Go talk to somebody. I don't want you to feel like that. That is horrible. I have been there more than once. So, first of all, I want to talk about forgiveness. And that is, this is my life's work. If you were to ask me, what did you, what is it that you think you came to do? I would say I came to make everybody aware that forgiveness is the basis of our healing, the basis of everything. If you want joy, forgive. If you want happiness, forgive. If you want to touch bliss and stay there, forgive. And it might sound simple, but it takes work. And it is something that we have to do forever because every day there are things to forgive. So now the deeper, I want to say, the deepest work is at the very beginning. It's when you really take a piece of paper and a pen and you start writing down all of the things you have to forgive yourself for. And then, then you go to your parents, which is usually the first people we need to forgive. And then our teachers, anybody that hurt us, our siblings, uncles, grandma, anybody that ever hurt us. And then you get closer and closer to where you are. And then, you know, you got to forgive the friend from the other day. And then you got to forgive your boss and things like that. None of it is insignificant. None of it. 
and one i mean my very first round of forgiveness was back in 2009 this is 10 years ago and i remember crying for months because i had a lot of work to do i had a lot of work to do and if you ignore it it's only going to come out later in your body or some kind of disease or some kind of depression or anxiety or some kind of something so don't ignore this this is not insignificant um, you need to cry it out, you need to write it down, and you need to go through this deep, beautiful work. And it will be worth it. Trust me, it will be so worth it. You will feel free. You will feel like you have so much love for everybody because you have love for you. When you have nothing against yourself, you have nothing against anybody. Your judgment levels go down significantly. And the way that you look at yourself is different. And that will heal a lot of the things that are causing sadness and depression and despondency because now you're free now you're free so how do i do it i learned to do it from danny johnson and you just grab a piece of paper a, a, a notebook actually grab a notebook because you're going to write a lot and you're going to write your name and then you're going to write all of the things that start coming to mind that you have to forgive yourself for. Just to give you an example that sounds so ridiculous, but it's something that happened with me. I did my list, and then I started going through the forgiveness process, which I'm going to explain. And then one day I was driving, and this took me months. This whole forgiveness process, like I just said, took me a long time. And, and I was driving, and I remembered an instance when I was five years old and my mother took me to a gymnastics test to see if I could be accepted into gymnastics school and when they had me hanging from the bars I started screaming because I was afraid of heights and they said to my mom we are sorry but she does not qualify for gymnastics and you know all these years went by and I'm driving around in 2009 and I have this memory come to me and I'm like, oh my goodness, wait, 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 wait a second. Do I need to forgive myself for this? And the answer was yes. I was carrying guilt from when I was five years old because I thought that it was my fault because I was afraid of heights that I wasn't accepted in gymnastics and gymnastics is a sport that I love and that I love to watch and that I wish I could have done. But I did not know this. If we hadn't been doing all this work for months, this stuff wouldn't have never come up. Would have never come up. And I would have never known. And maybe I would still have that inside of me. So I said, all right, when I get home, because I was driving, when I get home, I'm going to work on this. And I did. I worked on it. I forgave myself. And I. it becomes easier with time when you forgive yourself for things. So that's just a little, ridic sounds ridiculous, right? But it's a guilt that you're carrying in there. It's a little example of the things that will come up in your case because we all carry different things, right? And unforgiveness and things that we judge ourselves for. Then here's how we do it. Here's how you do it. So you write the things down and then you say your name. You close your eyes and you say, like you're talking to yourself. You say, in my case, it's Demaisi. I forgive you for being so scared of heights and screaming like that and not getting accepted into gymnastics school. I forgive you for letting yourself down. 
and then you can say like that in third person and then or you could say I forgive myself for ridiculing myself I love myself I release myself that's how you say it or a combination of that so you forgive yourself you release yourself from all this guilt and then you say that you love yourself that's how I was I was taught then you do that with everything that you can find and keep writing it down every day and then you do it with the people start with one person and then the second and like that don't try to forgive 10 people in one day unless you're extremely experienced in this because it's going to be intense so let's say that you start with your father you picture the things different things you write them down and then you say dad I forgive you for making me feel like I wasn't loved for making me feel ridiculed and for embarrassing me in front of people or for whatever it was right for yelling at me for pulling my ear for beating me up for beating my mother up for yelling at my brother I mean whatever it is that's in there right and then you say I release you I bless you and I love you so you can add the blessing part in there because now I'm remembering how Danny used to say it she used to say I release you and I bless you you can say I release you and I bless you and I love you say I love you and if you don't feel it that's okay you're gonna you're gonna eventually forgive this person sometimes it takes time a long time but you have to work on this even if it's painful because it's worth it and you have to because it's gonna come out like I said in your body in another way now that's the forgiveness side of things that's the basis of things and the root and the foundation now I want to touch also on decision and intention because if I if I don't touch on this we might I might come across as we are victims of depression in victims of anger and victims of anxiety we're not victims we are very much in charge of our thoughts if you don't have any disease or anything you know what I mean so you're very much in charge of your thoughts and your energy and your energetic field which is which is um, may, which is controlled by the way we think and the things we say too the things we say are very powerful so if you wake up let's say tomorrow morning and you don't feel very good you're feeling that depression you're feeling that sadness you can make a decision and say today it's gonna be a good day today my intention is to have a happy exciting joyful day and I'm going to have it and you have that control you do you know take the vitamins go exercise go do the things that make your soul happy like get a hobby or go walk on the beach or go do whatever makes you alive right but also you have full control of how you feel and even if we want to go a little deeper into quantum physics and quantum mechanics if you stay in the present moment and you teach your thoughts to be disciplined and you practice meditation and you stay in the present moment most of the time you 
can visualize and you can form your present reality and your future by the way that you are living in the moment based on how you want to live. Let me explain because this could be a little confusing. So let's say that your goal is to be the epitome of joy, <laughs> right? The epitome of happiness and bliss and joy. So, and But you're not right now because your brain is used to thinking in a certain way and so that has formed a certain personality and it's just it's just a matter of reprogramming your brain and rewiring it right and how you do it you is that you visualize let's say how how would you be if you were the ve- best version of yourself how would you be how would you walk how would you smile how would you love if you were the best version of yourself if you were that joyful woman or man that you want to be that peaceful, center, grounded man or woman that you want to be. How would you be? And then once you are there, once you visualize that and you feel it and you, you're in it, right? You're in it. Remember how that feels and live like that. Bring it to your present reality. Live like that intentionally and your brain will get reprogrammed and rewired to the new you. And... Therefore, your depression, anxiety, despondency, sadness, uh, and everything else, anger, fears, will dissipate and disappear because they cannot. two energies cannot be in the same place at the same time. So if you're constantly living in the present, visualizing and knowing exactly how it is that you want to feel and be in the successes, because this works for everything else, the success, successes that you want to have, financially, with your love life, with your relationships, with the relationship that you have with yourself, with your business, with your work, you, once you know how that feels and how, how you would act and, and be and walk and love and smile and laugh, if you hold on to that and you bring it to the present moment all the time, the most that you can, and you meditate and you keep bringing it, I promise you it will happen. One day you will not be depressed anymore. You will not be angry anymore. You will not recognize your life because you're using the power of intention, the power of your mind, and the science, because it is a science, of quantum mechanics and quantum physics. That's what they call quantum jumping, by the way. That's quantum jumping. It's feeling how you would feel when you had the thing you want and then bringing that feeling to the now and living it, being it, being it, and then it has to come because it's a law. That's the good old law of attraction. It's a law. So this has been inspired, by the way, I want to give credit to Dr. Joe Dispenza because I do his meditations all the time and he, you know, when you listen to somebody so much that... You start talking like them. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, a guy on YouTube that I follow. His name is Aaron Dottie. I think you should say his last name. And another girl. Beautiful girl I follow. Her name is Lior Alexandra. And everyone else that has ever inspired me. 
Dr. Cindy Trim was one of the first ones. Actually, I never heard about quantum mechanics until 2000, I think it might have been 11, when I went to her school of ministry. She talked about quantum mechanics, and I was like, wow, this sounds really good. And I started, I started being intrigued by it. I didn't really start studying it until later. So all of these awesome people that have come into my life and impacted it in some way and um, helped my trajectory become easier I'm very grateful for all of you and to you that are listening that is listening to me if I am impacting your life in any way I'm so grateful for that too so grateful for that if you know anyone that struggles with depression anxiety fears of any any kind share this message with them and I will put the notes down below in the episode notes and uh yeah i hope that this blessed you and that it made sense and i'm very fortunate to be able to do this work to live in a country where i could record and post online and to have the knowledge the little bit of knowledge the little bit of knowledge and experience that i have to be able to speak it and put it out there for you guys. I love you guys. I'm very grateful. And I'll talk to you soon.